Welcome in, everybody, to the final judgment here. I'm your host, Tony Jigsaw Cotillo, and it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a while. I want to get back to doing these things on a consistent basis. Had a lot of things going on, as you know, for all the follow me, but all positivity here, except when we start talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. So, first of all, make sure you hit the subscription, right? You're subscribing to Heat Ratio Sports, subscribing to Wind Daily Sports. This is a joint venture show brought to you by Wind Daily and HRS. So, make sure you're following both of those formats on all social platforms. But I had to ask the question now. Again, you know what we do here at Heat Ratio Sports, and usually Dan Green is is offering you his awesome quick takes. So I have to follow him by answering some questions here. And the 76ers questions is continually six around and does not go away. And I want some fan interaction here because I want to understand. I need to understand what is going on right here with Glenn, don't call me Doc Rivers, okay? And and the reason why I say that is there are so many, or I say so much smoke in the air. And I've always said this throughout my entire broadcast career, that where there's smoke, there's fire. Something's going on out there in Lakerville. Something is going on, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know what's going to happen. But all I know is something needs to happen. Something has to happen. Because we're sitting here watching these NBA playoffs, and I don't care if Luka gets blown out. I don't care if the Heat loses the Celtics. All I know is my Sixers, our Sixers, should be playing in this round of the NBA playoffs, and something happened, and nobody has any answers, and everything changed after we got James Harden. Everything changed after those first five games, and everything just fell apart, and I'm trying to figure out why. So I asked a question. Will James Harden push Daryl Morey to push Doc Rivers to Lakerland. I have to ask you that question. Now, again, this is just my own rhetoric here. It's nothing else. No sources, nothing. Unscripted show. Just asking the question because I have to ask, what happens? What happens if Doc goes? Please don't tell me Mike D'Antoni. I don't want to hear that. The, why are we following the Houston script who, didn't at, who, who out, actually didn't win anything? And that's my biggest issue. They didn't win anything, so why would we follow them? Dante, what is up, man? What is up? Uh, Dante says, I have no knowledge on basketball. Teach me, Tony. Listen, I, I try to get as much knowledge as I can. We're, we're all over the map. Uh, we're, we're talking baseball. I won't be talking hockey. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, talking football, make sure you're following Sunday night's football at Sirius Satellite XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We're there every Sunday night, 9 to 11 on Channel 87. Always Always talking about some great NFL talk and have some fantastic guests. But tonight is Sixers. Tonight is Sixers talk. Rich, what's up, buddy? Drum, as always, checking in, my man. I know you got a take on this. I want to hear it. And I want to hear it because I really think this has a very legitimate chance of happening. I do. Doc Rivers has already been traded in his career. Remember that. Already been traded. So I have no, like, here's the thing. I can't sit here and tell you that we know it's going to happen, but I can sit here and tell you I had that feeling, that jigsaw pit in his stomach because everything's been quiet. The Sixers are saying the right things. We get it. But my point is I want to know what happens next, right? And there's a lot of questions here. There's a lot of questions surrounding the team. What happens to Tyrese Maxey? I need to ask that. 
right? We need to all think about that. We all need to think about that. And I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, okay? But before we get to the James Harden thing, before we get to the James Harden thing, and before we get to the Doc Rivers thing, what I do have to ask you, and, and a little off base here, I know the topic is, will James Harden push Doc Rivers to the Lakers, which, Rich, I agree with you. I completely feel that this is going to happen. I think Doc is going to the Lakers. I would not be shocked. I have no idea what compensation is going to be, but there's a reason why the Lakers have not hired a coach. Please tell me. Please tell me why. Somebody legitimately tell me why the Lakers have not hired a head coach. Who are they waiting for? Think about this. Who? Who are they waiting for? That's my point. And that's why I feel like this is going to happen because there's nobody else out there that they're waiting for. Nobody except Doc Rivers. They want to consistently push everything into the Doc Rivers train. And I don't know why Doc would want to go, but he might not have a choice if he's going to be traded. And that's the thing. Exactly. They aren't they aren't waiting. They are they are making a deal. Rich, exactly what else are they doing? There's nobody else. Nobody else. Uh, Trevor checking in. What's up, Trevor? says, please play Glenn Friday. He is on level 10. Listen, man, my man's out there chilling. I see him every day, Trevor, sitting there with the with the selfies by the pool. Man, you're living it up, man. I hope all is well. Uh, but uh, Rich says, Maury says, Max, he's untouchable. Is he driving up the value? This is what I need to ask. This is Adam. What's up, buddy? I hope you win your bet tonight. Let me know how that bet's going. Um, let me ask you this. Tyrese Maxey, love the kid, right? Love him. Absolutely love him. But let me ask you this question, and, and I don't want to get long-winded here, but I, I want your guys' take on this. Don't we here in Philadelphia, don't we wait longer than any other organization ever? No matter if it's the Phillies, no matter if it's the Eagles, no matter if it's the Sixers, the Flyers, all I'm saying is we always have to wait. We're always waiting for this player, this system, this process to develop. When do we finally say, screw it? Let's just win a damn championship. And I love Tyrese Maxey. I do. And I'm not telling you right now. I'm saying, let's just trade Tyrese Maxey. But what I'm doing is I'm saying right now, you saw Joel Embiid at his worst. I'm telling you that you've seen Joel Embiid in his worst in those final two games. The guy was beat up. He was thrown through the mud. He was just saying, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. We talked about heat on heat ratio live a couple of weeks ago where could possibly could possibly this be the time where Joel Embiid is done and says, I can't do it anymore. I just want to win. I'm not saying it's going to be this year, but this is your superstar. This is what you have to get worried about. This is what you have to be concerned about. And the reason why I'm asking the question about Maxi is because even though, listen, I get it. You guys want to compare him to AI. He's not AI. He is a tremendous young talent who has a lot of work to do, but if he can bring you a championship chance, remember what I just said, a championship chance. If he can bring you in somebody to push you over the hump in these final two or three years of prime, of prime Joel Embiid, and possibly a year before he says he wants the hell out of Philadelphia, I need to take that chance and I need to do it. Now, I don't know who that's going to be. I'm just telling you that. 
I need to win now. And I, I know I've been, listen, I've been on this microphone before, whether it be phillyinfluencers.com, whether it be Fox Sports, the gambler, sitting here with Mike Diaz from the Green Legion, shout out Green Legion, always doing tremendous things. Diaz is a process truster. I get it, but me and him went back and forth because I wanted to trade Ben Simmons for Paul George. I wanted to trade for Kawhi. I wanted to do everything. You know why? Because I wanted a damn championship. I, I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait, and I don't. Listen, what would you do right now if Tyrese Maxey isn't that guy and you wasted the prime years of Joel Embiid? I'm just saying something has to give here. Something has to change, right? Trevor says, AI, which one? Iverson, I get that. Come on, man. I got to give my boy Tyrese a little more, a little more love than Iguodala, man. Come on, Trevor. Come on. You can't tell me that. My man, Dan Green, old school second, and some would have traded him last year for Harden. Yeah, right. See, Dan, you're right. And listen, I think we were all hoodwinked. I really do. Um, because I'll tell you what, I don't know how James Harden just flips the switch. I Listen, you can tell me he was injured, whatever the case may be, but there is something going on right now with James Harden. There's something going on with this team that involves James Harden. Okay, the whole not, no comment after that, that ridiculous loss the following day about Doc Rivers, no comment. Are you kidding me? These Mike D'Antoni rumors that are being fueled, which we already know. We don't have to listen to a source to say, hey, these are coming from James Harden's camp or his agent. Come on, man. We know how the NBA works. We understand how this works. Of course, it's coming from James Harden's game. Uh, listen, you don't have to be a brainiac to realize that. We already know. But the problem is, you know, this shows that there's an issue on this team. And, and listen, this happens a lot. We've talked about this before. We do not get to see these other players play except for the highlights on SportsCenter, except for the web gems, right? We, so we had no idea. We did not know. We saw numbers. We saw numbers from James Harden, and that's it. We all thought that we were going to get a, a glimmer of the Houston James Harden. I didn't think we were going to get Houston James Harden, but I thought we were going to get the James Harden where he could eventually turn back the clock when we needed him, like we needed him in the playoffs with Joel Embiid hurt, and he didn't do it. Right. There's something that to, to take an entire team and deflate them. That wasn't Doc Rivers. I think that was James Harden. OK, but if James Harden is going to be Daryl Morey's right hand man and James Harden came in here and said, I want to play for Doc. He's the Hall of Fame coach, best coach in the NBA. Remember that? Can we rewind that when James Harden said that? Can we rewind that? Because now all of a sudden James Harden doesn't want to play for Doc Rivers. I don't know what the hell is going on, but all I know is this team has to change. And I would not be opposed to sending Doc Rivers to Lakerland and getting back some compensation, whatever it may be. But my point is, if we're going to do that, please, for the love of God, I don't want Mike D'Antoni. I understand. I've heard he's a player's coach. I understand that guys actually like him and they listen to him. And I understand he's an offensive coach. He's the guy that took James Harden and said, we're going to make him a point guard. And everybody had no idea why he would do that. And all he did was flourish at that position. But I don't want Mike D'Antoni. He's 70 years old. Why do I want another retread? Right? Why? Uh, my man Al Sackett says, I'm back from vacay. You're losing your mind. Relax. I know. 
Al, I can't relax. There's just too much going on. Uh, this this is me. I'm back. I, Jigsaw's back. This is who I am. I can't help it. Um, obviously, I do things every single day, but when these topics and these rumors start to come to fruition, it just makes me want to talk and speak about it. Dan says, not a big man. Coach, I exactly not a big man. Coach, ironically, he wants to do guards. He wants to be today's NBA, which I know. And I've asked this question before. Let's get right into it, too. What if, what if you can't win with the big man in the NBA? Like, we all love Joe. I love Joel Embiid. I love everything about him. But what I'm saying is, if you do not build the perfect team around Joel, maybe you can't win in today's NBA, right? We've had this discussion before about Zion and John. You know I'm a John guy. I said that before. We don't have to talk about that. We don't have to bring that up. But what I'm saying is today's NBA. Look at the playoffs right now. The final four teams that are in the playoffs right now, who's the big man? Who's the big man? Kevin Looney? Are you kidding me? Who's the big man? Bam? Bam Adebayo? Yes. Had a tremendous game. But still, he's not Joel Embiid. Right? Trevor, I get it. Bam, yes. But he's not Joe. He's not Joe. And that's the problem. Because maybe, just maybe, you can't win with Joel Embiid. I hate to say it. Right? But guess what? The MVP, Nikolai Jokic, he's sitting home. Joel Embiid? is sitting home. Giannis is on a different level. Giannis is the Greek freak. Giannis has developed more than I've ever seen before in my life. Rich says, thank you. I don't like Mike D. Exactly. What does he want? Why are we going to rehash the same guys that did not win, right? Uh, did James Harden just take off to get Doc out? That's it, Rich. That's a great point. You know, because James Harden could be that kind of player. He shuts it down. That gets Doc out of here. Listen, something happened to that team. Even Tyrese Maxey was not himself. Actually, the best player that that obviously in these in this post, he was probably Tobias Harris. How crazy is that? Tobias Harris actually showed up, right? And that's the crazy part. He's probably going to get shipped out of here because they need to move his contract. There's going to be a lot of things going on with this team. A lot of things going on. Adam says, what about Sam Cassell getting the job? Adam, I would absolutely love Sam Cassell to get this coaching job if Doc Rivers is out of here, right? I would definitely love that because let's let us let us face it. Tyrese Maxey was developed by Sam Cassell, not Doc Rivers. Tyrese Maxey was developed by Sam Cassell, and Sam Cassell deserves a shot. And I understand that these guys lost, but Monty Williams could have been head coach of Philadelphia, and boom, where is he at? He's in Phoenix because he didn't have that opportunity. San Cassell is going to go somewhere and be a head coach, and God damn it, it better be here. It better be here. Dan says, the three legit bigs, JoJo, Jokic, and Cat. exactly. Where are they at? Not in the postseason right now. Giannis, different category, absolutely Greek freaky. The guy does it all, 100%. So it's starting to make me think, Quite possibly, could this be an issue? Could this be an issue? My man Joe checking in, bringing Beal. I love Beal. I love him. The problem is, Joe, how do we get Beal here? And that's my biggest issue. How do we get Beal here? Now, I've seen some crazy scenarios, right, about things that they may have to do. You have to move Tobias Harris. You have to get rid of that contract. But, guys, remember, this is the NBA. You have to take something back. Right. So you're going to get trash back for that money because somebody needs to pay that money. Who can handle that money for Tobias Harris? 
So who are you going to get? Nobody. You're going to get a bunch of other guys. Here, here's the funny thing. You want John Wall? Because that's the kind of player that you're going to be able to get for Tobias Harris because somebody has to take that money too. You're just going to be trading contract for contract. But I would love Bradley. Bradley Beal is a great fit. But here's here's the question. Here's the question. Do you trade Tyrese Maxey for Bradley Beal? And that's going to be the answer. Because the only reason why you got James Harden for Ben Simmons is because Ben Simmons wasn't going to play here. James Harden wasn't going to play there, right? If that was a legitimate trade, then you would have had to give up Tyrese Maxey in order to get James Harden. Yes, it would have been crazy, but what I'm saying is you have to give up that kind of piece to get this kind of player. Joe says, love Sam to be the coach we talked about. Yes, absolutely, man. You know, hooked up with Joe, which is great, man. That's why I love this stuff, man. We go to the Sixers game. Joe hits me up. Boom, we're talking in the concourse, and we're actually talking about what we talk about on the show and what the opinions are, and it comes up, what, three months later? Bam, here we go again, talking about Sam Cassell to be the coach, man. So, yes, I would love it, Rich. You're right. Should Sam be the coach? Yes, he absolutely should be the coach if Doc moves on. Everybody wants to move on from Doc, but nobody has a really good replacement. We didn't lose because of Doc. Al, I am not saying I want to move on from Doc. What I'm saying is I feel like it is a legitimate question of when it happens, not if it happens. I'm not saying I want to move on from Doc. What I'm saying, though, is I feel like the Sixers want to move on from Doc. They're saying all the right things, and I think that if they get the proper compensation, I think the Lakers will blow them away enough to get Doc Rivers. And I think Daryl Morey, who has this legitimate man crush on guys like James Harden and guys like Mike D'Antoni, will absolutely take compensation to get Doc out of here no matter what he says. He's saying all the right things right now. I'm telling you right now, that can happen. I'm not saying I'm pushing them out. What I'm saying is I think Harden's pushing them out. And yes, you're right. Nobody has a really good replacement. That's why, listen, that's why the Lakers want Doc Rivers because there's nobody else out there. But we do have a good replacement. I say give it to Sam. And here's the other thing. Let's end on this. Because, I, 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 again, I love the interaction. We have to do this more, and I promise I will do this more. But what if the door is open for Jay Wright? And I'm just saying that. Let's end on that. Let's think about that final judgment here with Tony Jigsaw-Cotillo brought to you by Heat Ratio Sports and Wind Daily Sports. Again, what if it's Jay Wright? What if Jay Wright wants to coach in the NBA? Is that a possibility? Are we willing to go that route? Are we willing to bring in the next Billy Donovan? And what I mean by that is just the next, you know, highly credentialed NBA or NCAA coach to the NBA realm. Are we ready for that kind of process? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I was one of the guy who wanted Becky Hammond here. I wanted to be the, the team that was going to take the first female head coach and let her develop right here, okay, from that Popovich system. So, yes, 100%, I would take a shot with Jay Wright. I think Jay Wright accomplished everything he could at the collegiate level, and I think he's ready. I do. I think he's ready. I do think, Dan, that he would come out. I absolutely think, Adam, that Jay Wright would come out of retirement to coach the NBA. I think he left that door open. I really do. I think he left that door open, and I think he he's a guy who wants to coach. 
right? He wants to coach. So think about this. He wants to coach. There's no way Jay goes back to the collegiate level, right? He said all the right things. Jay is a, he, listen, Jay is a straight up authentic guy. He said all the right things. He would not be able to go back unless it was the back of Villanova. And that would just kind of supersede exactly why he left, right? So think about it. He's done all he could do there. The next step would be NBA. So either he stays retired or he becomes an NBA coach. Now, Dan has a great name here with Dawn Staley. Dawn Staley would be the Becky Hammond route. And why not? Bring Temple alum. Temple's finest. Bring back Dawn Staley. I would absolutely entertain Dawn Staley as being the next head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. I know everybody's, listen, if you're just tuning in, I know you're getting crazy thinking about what the hell is this guy talking about? All of a sudden, I tune in and we're talking about Dawn Staley. We're talking about Doc Rivers going. We're talking about James Harden. We're talking about Mike D'Antoni. We're talking about Joel Embiid possibly not being a guy. Tyrese Maxey traded. We didn't even talk about the real rumors of Matisse Thibault basically laying his bed, making his bed that's going to be out of Philadelphia. Matisse Thibault will not be a Philadelphia 76er next year. He will be the only asset you can trade. And he downgraded himself by number one, all the COVID issues, okay, whether we believe it or not, he definitely did downgrade his status with that because of his limitations of where he can play. But his game actually suffered big time, right? He really regressed from all different areas, and he was not the player we expected him to be. And again, I'm not going to pat myself on the back for this. Well, yeah, actually I am because I did say, I would definitely drive a T-Stiebel anywhere if it, if it garners bringing in a superstar. And that was when they were talking about being untouchable before we got James Harden. Now do you see why I said I would have traded Matisse Stiebel? Because, listen, I like Matisse, but again, elite defender, no more. But even if you are elite defender who can't shoot the ball, you're not an NBA player. I'm sorry. I can get an elite defender. I bring this up all the time. You guys remember the name Bruce Bowen? I'm going to bring it up again. Ah, yes. Listen, break it. Listen, this is what I love about this show, right? This is what I love about, I, you know, I'm not going to say show, say stream, right? We have fun with this. We always, always have fun with this. Okay. Well, breaking news right here. Breaking news on a final judgment. My man Chuck joins the stream. Chuck, Chuck is me and Chuck go way back. He's Burying me on Facebook, right? Burying me about Jimmy Butler, telling me I'm crazy. Um, Chuck, help me out, man. Help me out. You say I'm giving him too much credit. You want Chuck? I want to hear from you right now. I want to hear what you want to do with the Sixers because obviously, Chuck, you tell me everything I say is wrong. You tell me I'm I'm losing my nuts, right? I'm I, I just said losing my marbles. I just said losing my nuts. But Chuck, help me out, man. Go in the comments. Tell me what you want out of this team. What, what is it? Doc? Is it Joe? Is it hard? And I want to hear Chuck Baylor's opinion on what's going on with the Sixers. Uh, Rich says Matisse was horrible against the Heat. He, he was absolutely terrible. Uh, Dan, listen, Dan says he was wrong on Matisse. I, I mean, listen, he's still young. Right. People can develop. I get it. He's still young. But what I seen, I was not happy. I was not happy. Al says second team, all defensive, and he will improve. Al, I disagree, man. I disagree. The dude's got a dead shot. I don't care what you say. I'm sorry. Al, I love you. Half court heat. Make sure you follow him. My man is all over. But Batista got a dead shot. You're not fixing that. You know, you know how you consistently everybody tells me that Jalen Hurts. 
right? You can't fix his arm because he can't get stronger. And I say all the time, okay, that's fine, but he can become more accurate. You can you can be more accurate when you you watch game film. Well, Matisse has got a dead shot. You could shoot a hundred times in a row. I don't care. Shaq had a dead shot. Shaq could Shaq could have shot free throws a hundred times a day. And you know what? He still would have sucked when it comes to the line. So at the end of the day, Matisse is not going to be the three three point guy everybody expects him to be. He's not going to be the perimeter shooter everybody wants him to be. He could go into the gym all day long. I don't care. He's got a dead shot. He's got no rotation. It's never going to be there. He is going to make a living as a cutter, as a slasher, as a guy that plays elite defense. Yes, but I need more. I need more because I need to ask, what did that elite defense do this year in the playoffs? We got embarrassed. We got absolutely embarrassed. So that didn't help me. So I'm shipping him out of here if it means bringing back somebody of value. Uh, Dan Green. Listen, Dan. You know, the rumors are Lou Dort. Do you, do, you, do you go Matisse for Lou Dort? Do you bring Lou Dort in here from OKC? Right? Do you bring him in and you ship Matisse Thibault out? You're, you're trading offense for defense, right? Well, do you do that? I think I do. Again, I brought up Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen was not a good shooter. He developed a three-point shot as a veteran player, but he was an elite defender, and he was a guy that you could put in. Listen, let me say one word to you. P.J. Tucker. That's more than one word. It's probably two words, maybe three. We can talk about syllables. And I know Dan, my good buddy Dan Green, would probably uh, fight me on that. But no, in all in all actuality, think about it. P.J. Tucker isn't a sharpshooter. P.J. Tucker is an elite defender. And he's a roughneck, right? He's a Rick Mahorn kind of attitude. He's a Draymond Green kind of kind of focused guy in the box. And when I re- the reason why I say that is because you can pick guys like that up off the veteran minimum. You can pick guys up off the waiver wire when it comes to that. I shouldn't say waiver wire, but I should say a free agency pool, right? You can get a guy like that. So I'm not worried about the defensive capabilities. I'm worried about scoring the basketball. That's something that we could not do. Our biggest score from the outside in the playoffs was Danny Green. We cannot rely on Danny Green, who probably won't be back. He's owed $10 million. It's not guaranteed, though. Uh, He's probably going to be out at least half the year. So it's interesting to see what. The Sixers will do with that, right? Dan says, I need athletes to score. Yes. Joe says, how can Thibault be so bad? <laughs> That's why I love this stuff, man. He says, how can Thibault be so bad when, when he wears two shooting sleeves? Yeah. Listen, if you wear two shooting sleeves, listen, you need to get your money back if they're not working. That's the thing. You go one, I get it. Maybe it helps you a little bit with the roll. But you go two, and you don't even get a 50% three-point percentage. I'll even give you 40%. You need to go return them because they're not working. Uh, the bench was putrid. Yes, Rich. Uh, Adams is the same thing. And again, guys, here's the problem with the bench. Let's, you know, you have to remember this. The only kind of money that you can spend right now on this team is going to be that veteran minimal, that, that mid-level exception. So unless you get somebody to sign that one-year deal, we really don't have anybody else. Uh, Al says, don't panic. We need to keep Thibault and Maxi and get some wings. And some other small moves. I, I, I don't know, man. I I know you are, you know, the air of caution guy. I know you are the positive guy, and you want to say relax, you know, calm down. But I, I I can't. I can't, man, because we're gonna consistently say calm down, and, and Joel Embiid is only going to last so long. Remember that he's only going to last so long. Listen, right now. Al, I know you are a wrestling guy, 
and and the odds right now the tribal chief Roman Reigns could start to go in retirement because guess what? He's been doing it for so long. And I should say he's been doing so much in such a short amount of time that his body is breaking down at a point. He's tired. That's going to happen with Joe. And we need to get a win before that happens. That's all I'm saying. He is our tribal chief and we have to make sure that we get him directed in the right um, area. I'm reading this comment here. Uh, Dan says, I still say explore Reggie Jackson type players. I get it. I would, but I'm just saying right now, if Tyrese Massey gets me an absolute superstar, I'm all in. Sorry, I do the deal. And it can, listen, you could shoot me for that, shoot the messenger, but it's okay. I do the deal if it means getting back a superstar. I told you as soon as we made the trade, this wasn't the year we need to build a team. That's what Al says. Al, I hear you, but what I saw the eye test, they failed. That's all I'm going to say. So I, I just don't see how this team comes back as constructed with a couple pieces here or there is going to be any better than what we've seen. I don't care about 50 wins. I don't care about, you know, a four seed, a three seed. What I care about is making the NBA finals, the, at least the Eastern Conference finals, the ECFs. If we can't do that, it's an absolute failure. So uh, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Again, it's the final judge brought to you by Windale Sports and Heat Ratio Sports. Make sure you're following at Heat Ratio Sports and at Windale Sports on all social formats. So we actually are expected to come in here and go 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I got so much more to say, but we're going to cut it short because it's 30 minutes. I appreciate everybody checking in. As always, make sure you're following us right here at HRS. Doing a lot of big things. Last comment of the night will go with Joe. So that's Embiid had his biggest workload this year. How does this his body recover for next year? His window could be rapidly closing. That's exactly my reason behind what I'm talking about. Embiid had his biggest workload yet, decide not to get the surgery on the knee, decide to actually play it out. Okay, he's got the torn ligament. He has the orbital bone. This dude is getting killed. He is given everything that he has. Eventually, he's going to have enough. And if he doesn't have enough, his body is going to have enough. Remember, there's two people in this world that are undefeated. It's Mother Nature and Father Time. And as a basketball player, Father Time can catch up to you very, very fast. We watched a great pitcher in Philadelphia in Roy Halladay who was an absolute stud. And he was a dominant force. And then all of a sudden, the, the uh, switch was flipped and Roy Halladay was no more. Let's not get to that point with Joel Embiid. So as always, make sure you're following us on all social formats. I am Tony Tixalcatello. This is the final judgment. Catch us back here next time for another judgment and hit us up in the YouTube section. Listen, if you want to do comments, hit the comments. We will absolutely be answered. We can debate this on all formats. As always, everybody stay safe and stay healthy. We'll catch you back here on the next judgment. <laughs>